hey, this is just a fair warning. If you cannot handle politics or if you cannot disagree with someone else, this episode is not for you. So just veer off and listen to the next episode that's coming out next week. But again, if you cannot disagree with someone or you can't listen to other people's opinions, do not stay on this episode. Thank you and enjoy listening. Yo, what's poppin'? We live back with another uh, Fell Off the Ridge podcast with my boy Charles, same guy who did it last week. This week, though, it's going to be a little bit more heated. Not heated, but let's just say we're going to be talking some politics today about the election, you know, that's going on. We uh, definitely have different views on uh, policies and politics and uh, when it comes to that kind of stuff. He leans more to the left, I lean more to the right. And we're just going to share our viewpoints, see if we can find common ground, as Steven Crowder would say. Let's get started off with, uh, what do you think is happening with the election? What do you, th- what do you think is going to happen? Like, you think Trump's going to I don't know, but recount? I feel with all these uh, litigations and stuff going to court, if it does come out, in fact, that there was stuff that happened. It's going to be very little? Thing. No, if stuff did come out. And there were like voter frauds. I'll be the first to say I will. I'm not gonna be upset by it. Like, yeah. Like it's that's legit information coming out. If it does come out, I agree. If it doesn't. I mean, like, I feel like people are celebrating a little too early. But I feel like both sides are celebrating a little bit too early. At the beginning, Trump Trump supporters were like, "Oh, we got this in the bag. We got this. Like, there's no oh, chance." Did it election night? And then election. Night, and then like. Was- Three yeah, hours like, later, mm-hmm. and three hours later, Biden comes through, takes Georgia, takes Pennsylvania. I don't know. I mean, I think it's I don't I don't know your viewpoint on this, but the only lawsuits that are being filed are the states that are close that Biden won, and I feel like if there was real voter fraud going on, it'd be happening in more than six states. I agree. I mean, I mean, I feel like there is, there definitely is voter fraud going on. There definitely is, but it's I don't think it's enough to change the whole entire election. Trump lost. Yeah. Like I, I mean, Trump definitely lost. He lost by like what four million votes. Well, yeah. Plus, I mean, after after one of them fell, Biden got all of them. So like, in order for him to completely come back, all of those states are gonna have to be switched back because yeah. I think he got it was three oh six three oh six to two thirty two. Yeah, something like that. But I mean I there definitely is voting fraud going on. Let's uh I wanna start on that topic right there. Because you see some guy who was born in like eighteen sixty four and died in like nineteen sixty four, something stupid like that, voted in the election and there's like thousands of cases with that that people who have died voted in the election and people oh yeah people's unless you like contact the state after somebody dies to get their voter information removed their voter information stays so i'm pretty sure which is that's i mean would that that would you consider that voter fraud yes okay because my my grandma she lives part-time here and part-time in nevada she got a mail-in ballot for missouri but she lives in nevada and then she also got a mail-in ballot from Nevada, but lives in Missouri. You understand what I'm saying there? So she got yeah. two mail-in ballots, but you can only you can only vote once. 
Because you'll go to you'll go to jail. It's like a crime to vote twice. Oh yeah, it is. I think it's like ten years, like standard. I mean, that that's happening with my grandma and and her sister, my aunt. So if it's happening with two people, how many more people is it happening with? Is my question. I feel like it's. I think that's not even a political thing. It's like a that's like an organization thing within like the actual states to figure out okay who's actually still living here. Yeah. Contact people like every year or so, have them uh, update their info about dead people and their family, because that could fix a lot of these problems. Because if I know I heard this thing, it was like unless you actually tell the state that somebody died, they're gonna keep sending you ballots for that person. Which I think is just completely like that. That shouldn't be the family member's job to email or tell the state that their family member has died and they don't want any more ballots. And even if so, why would you do that anyways? Yeah, I feel like that's kind of a job, like, right after the person dies when, like, everything's, like, when... I mean, they have to have that information somewhere. Oh, yeah, you just go in and you look up name. I mean, they have it in the newspaper. They have it everywhere just to confirm somebody's death. Yeah. And, and have you seen at that same time go in and delete their voter information? Yeah, have you seen all the um the the I the I wouldn't consider I don't know what to call it when they're not letting people like um vote counters like watch like uh um watchers watch the vote counters, you know what I'm trying to say? Like the stuff that's come out hasn't it it's been all like legally they're supposed to be Republican overseers and democratic overseers can you move your mic closer to your face i think yeah. legally they're supposed to be republican overseers and democratic overseers in the same room yeah but they wouldn't let either of them within like 100 feet i don't know how there gets to be so many democrats in the same room counting votes that no but like and i think part of it was people watching outside yeah they were granted six feet they were granted to come six feet closer, but then the people inside moved Just six move, feet move away. Move it a little bit windows. farther away. Not like too close, but not too far away. Because you're like blowing we're in. <laughs> we're good now? Yeah, we're good. That's perfect right there. Okay. They were granted what? Six feet? Yeah, so the people that were standing outside watching it were granted six to come six feet closer, but then the people on the inside moved six feet farther from the windows, so it didn't even matter. So it didn't do anything? No. Well, I mean, would you that would you consider that voter fraud, what they're doing right there? I don't know. I need to research it more to just see, like, what actually happened, because I feel like this could be happening in a lot of other states. Yeah, but the state, the states that they that weren't even, like, close, like, it was either really close or really, like, far apart. Yeah, like I feel like a couple states, Florida and Texas, both like originally seemed very blue. Very yeah, they were saying and there was a blue wave coming. But I mean, they Tex the Democrats they uh, did make up a lot of ground in Texas, so I feel like that would be a state where like that could have happened. Same I with Florida, because like it was unexpected, but at the same time, like you could see it happening because. There's a lot of there's a lot more younger educated people moving to Texas and Florida, so the vote's going to be getting more democratic in the future. But like people weren't expecting it in twenty. Yeah. And um, I was just about to ask something really important. Oh shoot. 
something about the blue wave. Um, in Texas. Yeah, maybe I don't know, but um, we were talking about voter fraud and. Ooh, let's talk about those uh the stock the stocks today, bro. The Dow hitting thirty thousand pre market, staying around twenty five twenty nine five yeah, all day. We never. Yeah, stocks having the best week since April. That's just insane. Why why do you think that's happening? I think it was Pfizer coming out. The company came out and said that. Oh yeah. Company. That's sketchy. Their stock was up eight percent today. I don't. You think that's sketchy? The the day, like the couple days after Biden gets elected, a COVID vaccine comes out that's ninety percent effective. Are you kidding me? Just looking at this stuff right now, American Airlines is up fifteen percent. MGM is up fifteen percent. I mean, this is in response to Biden's victory. In response to Biden's victory, that that's. That's crazy. I mean, don't you think that's kind of sketchy, though? I A couple days after Biden gets elected, like, all of a sudden there's a vaccine, and all of a sudden no, he can didn't... become the hero, and just all of a sudden all this stuff comes out that, oh, COVID's just this easy, like, I don't know. Like, I just find that sketchy that that's just... I can see the coincidence and how people can think that. I think more stuff's going to, I mean, people I don't think are thinking about that right now. What do you think that like people are just freaking out about like, oh yeah, we actually may have a vaccine that works. Nobody's like actually thinking what you said. Like, it's only a couple days after Biden won. But I feel like a lo- most people are like, I feel like it's fifty-fifty. Because I feel like that's just so weird that we've been trying to work on this vaccine for months now, and then all of a sudden this vaccine is ninety percent effective. And it just comes out right after Biden gets elected. I feel like what they're going to do with this whole situation, I don't know if you agree, you probably don't agree with me. I feel like what they're going to do with this whole situation is Biden's going to come into office, COVID's going to disappear, the economy's going to rise up, and it's just going to be like, oh, Biden's the hero, Biden did all this, Biden did that. And that's what they've been planning for all along. I think, I mean, I kind of agree. I could definitely see how you think that, but I think that Biden's gonna. I think he's gonna be really transparent about what the White House is gonna do about this and like the scientists he's bringing in and the people that he's trusting to get his information from. So I feel like then after people realize that the stock market's gonna play off of that, and even if the coronavirus is um, deadlier and more dangerous than we thought this winter it's going to be coming from a transparent place and hopefully his administration doesn't like cover things up because they've made it a big deal this whole time so it'd be right for them to stay on that path and just keep being honest about what they're doing and how well things are going to be spread across the country i know that uh you watched the joe rogan podcast with alex jones and tim dillon right did you hear alex jones talking about how COVID's is really not that big of a deal and everyone just needs vitamin D, vitamin C. I think take, it's true. I think it's true as well. Just go to the store, get some vitamin C or whatever. And he was talking about how people need sunlight to get that in their system. What is, what is it comes from sunlight? Vitamin C. Vitamin C comes from sunlight. He says that's why uh, old people homes are struggling so much because they're never seeing the sunlight. 
they're not getting enough sunlight within the day to recover from covid yeah that's what joe rogan's been saying like ever since the beginning of the pandemic yeah he has not taken a political view on it he'll wear a mask it's fine he didn't like how california like that's very extreme they're making him wear it everywhere and stuff yeah but like he didn't make it super political he just said if everybody were to just sleep well exercise eat the right foods go outside it's going to strengthen your immune system and he thinks doctors should be saying that rather than forcing people i mean forcing people to wear a mask and forcing people to stay six feet apart yeah he thinks that's a better he thinks that's a more effective strategy i mean because i had it right and you remember that i mean it was the worst sickness i had like it's that it is definitely a flu on steroids. I'll tell you that. It's the most sick I've ever been in my life. I lost 20 pounds, had 102 degrees fever. Uh, no, I didn't go t- get tested, but I mean, what else could it have been? That's true. A flu during the summer. I mean, I tested. I went and got tested for mono and things like that. But, but the thing is, is I, I was around my whole family. None of them got sick. I was around friends the night before because. I mean, what? Like, I may, I may sound irresponsible right here, but I was around friends the night before, before feeling sick. None of them got sick. I mean, none of my family members got sick. I just don't know. I just don't think it's as bad as everyone's trying to make it seem. It is definitely not uh, less deadly than the flu, if that makes. I think. I think this winter it's really gonna blow up. Like we, it was. We we were lucky when it hit because of it was March. Weather was warming up. Yeah. But now that it's getting cold, past seven days, it's been the highest seven-day average. I think I saw it today, over 750,000 cases over the past week. The U.S. has finally hit 10 million cases of it. Yeah, but I, I feel like the, the obviously the reason for that is we're doing the most testing out of any country Oh yeah. at the moment. Like We're doing the most testing each day, each week, by far, by each country. And I feel like we need to keep doing that in order to get an accurate representation of yeah. How the virus is actually spreading and where it's spreading and how it's spreading is you like the less you test the less you're gonna find out. And that's what I think a lot of like I don't wanna say dictatorship countries, but uh more like centralized government countries are saying like Russia is the extreme, but like they're just gonna hide everything. And yeah. It's not there. But like you just see I think France is France went on lockdown a couple weeks ago. They're being super transparent about it. Like, Yeah, they had to go in extreme lockdown. Them in Italy, right? Yeah, Italy was early, and I think France but just began recently. The question is, Italy is doing the mass, the six feet apart, all of that, and they've been doing that since the start of it. And why are they having more of a problem now I think than we the, are? Their population is so much older. Yeah. Everybody lives together. Agreed. I, I, I didn't even think about that. Is like three three generations of a family live together in the same house, and usually the grandparents stay home while the kids go out, go to school, get the coronavirus. So they're getting hit hard. That's why they're getting hit so hard. Take it back to their family, and then they give it to their grandparents. So that's like, I think that's why it's. Alex Jones was also saying that we just need to start using like herd immunity, and I mean, I I think that might be a bit extreme, but I think. That is the only option to stop this because people are saying we're going on lockdown for two, three years. I don't think the economy can do that. I don't think people can do that. I just don't I think, think it's an effective strategy to solve the 
coronavirus. I mean, this coronavirus has happened 18 other times. That's why it has the 19 behind it. It's not the first time that this has hit. Yeah, I feel like with the herd immunity, I feel like it's it's going to end up being herd immunity for those for young people who want to continue their daily lives. It's going to be herd immunity for them, old people or people who have pre-existing conditions that shouldn't be really going out. That's in a separate case. But for everybody else, no matter how you take it, it's going to be like herd immunity, even if you don't want it to be. Yeah. If you continue to go out in public and literally do anything, like you have a chance of getting it. So like, there's no way. There's the only way of like fully staying away from that is like quarantine. Well, something you feel like Trump could have done to uh, maybe stop it or slow the deaths or slow the cases down. Uh, I feel like policy wise, he didn't. I feel like policy-wise, he did a lot of what he could have, maybe a little earlier. But I think part of it was, he said, like, for the first four months, like, he, in all of his tweets and all of his interviews, he made it seem like it was nothing. Yeah. Like, that made people seem less scared about it, which made them do things, like, go out, go out when they probably shouldn't have been going out, go out if they were feeling sick, because they heard it from the president that it wasn't that dangerous. I think that was more of Fauci's fault, though. He was just li- Trump was listening to Fauci. Fauci was telling him, "Oh, we probably shouldn't wear masks. Oh, we shouldn't be six feet apart. Oh, this is like is this is not that big of a deal." And Trump was listening to his experts at first, and then he started telling everyone he's not going to listen to them because of the problems they were causing in the first place. If if yeah. my information is correct, I I don't know yeah. about that, but on the on the science, I mean, I feel like. The scientists were almost doing as much as they could. Like they, they didn't have, they didn't know what was going to happen, so they were basically telling the president what they knew as it was happening. So there's mistakes that are going to be made when that happens because you can't see the future, and they're just using the current statistics and resources. Yeah, obviously. To dictate their decisions, so that changes. That that did change, so that forced them to tell the president different things. Which I mean, I think he needed to understand the fact that they're getting, they're telling him information as they get it. Like it's not information that they've had, that they're yeah. willing to share with him. Like it's all, it's happening so fast. So, what do you think Biden's gonna do to maybe sl- slow it down or solve it? You think he's gonna make the vaccine mandatory? I don't. I feel like a lot of people won't take it. I people think people definitely will not take it. I mean, they won't even take a flu shot. Every single year, most people. Yeah, Trump had the. He said he had the military ready and everything. I feel like Biden's gonna make sure it's available for everybody who wants it or needs it. I feel like that's the best he can do because forcing everybody to get a vaccine is not gonna. People won't take it. Agreed. And do you think? If you, go ahead. Then if you do nothing about it, that's on the other sense. So if you make it available for available everywhere. They have enough of it, and just make it available for, available for people who actually need it. I think that's the best you can do. For old people, older, like people with pre-existing conditions, things like that. Yeah, just give it to all of the hospitals. Give it to. Give it to everywhere, like, where you're treating patients, to make it available, and then they can they can decide whether they want to use it or not. And do you think? Um... You you really don't think Biden's gonna make it mandatory? You don't think he's gonna force it on everyone? 
He's been, I think he's been saying that he, he was going to make it a necessity or make I it I think he's going to do mandatory. that with masks more likely than if he were to do it for the vaccine. I do feel like if he does do it for the vaccine, there's going to be a lot of backlash. And I feel like he's going to realize that. Or his team's going to realize that, like, maybe it's not the best thing to do. What do you think about that? I mean, I I feel like he's I feel like he's been saying he's gonna make it mandatory. He's gonna make it forced, and that if you don't have it, you're not gonna be able to leave your house, and if you don't have it, you're not gonna be able to do this and that. He's been saying that lately, but also, I agree with you where people just won't take it. Like, okay, if I'm not gonna be able to leave the house, like what's changed? Like, I just won't take it then. If that's really if you're forcing me on this, and especially Republicans, like Republicans. They definitely will not take the vaccine if Biden tells them to. They they're not going to follow what Biden tells them to. What Biden tells them to do. How are you going to track if people take it? Ah, uh, yeah, that's that's another thing. How how are you going? If somebody comes to your door with a vaccine and says take this, and you say no, and they walk away, and the next day you leave your house to go to the grocery store, what are they going to do? Put put half of America on house arrest? I mean, that's what Chinese does. That's what China does. And if that's and if that's the direction we're headed, whoo, we're in for a long run, man. I just feel like that's following the sheep herd. Communism on the way. <laughs> yeah, no. Let's just hope not, man. Let's hope Biden just leads us into a decent area of the next four years. Hope he does a good job. I think that's what's gonna happen. So far, I've looked at all the speeches. I mean, his speeches yeah. haven't even been that bad. And it's kind of, it's kind of just the like the little things that we find, like us Republicans of oh, stuff that he oh, says. But like of him, like forgetting his words. Yeah, like come on, that's kind of embarrassing. Some of the stuff he says, like I'm Joe Biden's husband, or like. I feel like he said that on purpose. He made it sound like it was on purpose. No, no, that one he said I'm Jill Biden, like Jill, J I L L. And everyone was trying to say that he said Joe. But still, why do you even say I'm Jill Biden's husband? Like that just that's just not a way to start off a speech or like and some of the things like if you're not black, don't vote for Trump or something like I don't know. Some something Yeah, that was bad. I mean, that was but bad. Trump has done the same thing, man. Like I don't know. <laughs> I wanna bring, so I've heard a lot lately of like the uh seven hundred or seventy million angry Republicans zero city burns. Oh yeah. And then my response to that is I don't I don't believe that cities are being burned after Trump won. I feel like that was dirty. Well not after Trump won, but after like a George Floyd death and um yeah, so Brianna Taylor death. So that's something happened that was not really related to Donald Trump. But yeah, but the, I mean, they still made it related to Donald Trump in some way and blamed it on him. It's always something that he did. They, they're always trying to find something that he did wrong, blame it on Trump. And the tweet that's been going viral on every 17-year-old white girl's story, um, like the you were legally voted out of office. Oh, not yeah. Murdered, not murdered by a police officer or something. I mean, the riots and looting – on both, I mean, Republicans definitely do not riot and loot. But I mean, on the other side, that's got to stop. Like, that has got to stop. Like, there's just no need for that. Like, there's just no need to go out, 
take a bunch yes. of stuff from stores, ruin businesses. I mean, those are black. Some of them are black-owned businesses that they're just taking and looting from. I mean, what are Which you I helping? Discussed with, I discussed this with my mom last night, actually, and everything gets put on them. I see myself as a good like. There's, I feel like there's good Democrats and there's like the evil. Well, just like, left. just like it's right side, there's Democrats. there's extreme right and extreme so if you're left, extreme, and those are the people that are looting and burning the cities. But the thing is. If I've researched this correctly, they're not from those cities. They're getting paid. And most of them are white people. Yeah, they're getting paid. They're organizations that are funded by rich people that are coincidentally on the left. So it makes it seem like it's the entire left's fault when really it's really only like the 2% farthest left. Yeah. That are doing all the damage. Have you seen the uh, um, statistics of all the Black Lives Matter money going to Biden's campaign rather than actually helping out black cities and black communities or donating I to them? I that, but I believe it. All, just... Like everyone who's donated to Black Lives Matter, that all of that went to Biden's campaign. Not a single I... bit of that money went to black communities, black colleges. That's, yeah, that's kind of just... I felt like that was going to happen anyways because everybody who had the money and was willing to donate to Black Lives Matter also have the money and are willing to donate to the Biden's campaign. Yeah. It was, I think Biden had like the most cash available ever. Yeah, there was like an average, the average donation to Biden's campaign per person was like $1,000. In a Trump's campaign, I think it was like $7 or something stupid like that. <laughs> I don't know where I saw that and if it was true, but it it definitely... I don't know if that could be true even, but... So many, like, 18 to 30-year-olds who have never been interested in politics before are finally, like, realizing what's happening. And, like... I mean, you know the percentages on, like, educated white people. Yeah. Democrats and non-educated. I think a lot of educated people are coming out. And that's what's causing this rise and vote i mean a record number of votes coming in plus the record number of campaign dollars that are available yeah but like did you see and i also don't agree with the fact that biden got more votes than obama the first african-american democratic president gets less votes than a 76 year old white dude that really has no I nope. think that was planned in I place. Trump's that, that can be partially put on Trump because a lot of people voted for Biden because they didn't want Trump. Do you think that's the reason Biden got more votes is because people just hated Trump so much? No, I feel like that's the reason like why his numbers were so much more than Obama's. Okay. Because, you know, I think in two thousand eight, like in two thousand twelve, Biden or Obama won like pretty handily. I mean, yeah. I mean, my my parents voted for Obama in two thousand eight and two thousand twelve, but they're now strongly Republican. They, I mean, they vote for the policies rather than the person. Yeah. So I feel like, in there wasn't ever like a worry about John McCain or Mitt Romney winning. So yeah. They had no chance. Vote. But this year, with all the voting campaigns and stuff going on, people felt like they had to vote. So it was either one or the other. I, I feel like 
I don't know if it's accurate to say that more people were in favor of Obama than Biden. But if you think about it, Obama's been campaigning for Biden, so all of his people are going to vote for Biden. Based, I mean, yeah, minority. But yeah, it's just I mean, plus all of the people who weren't able to vote back then, plus all the people who have flipped. So I think that's the reason. Those are a yeah. Do you feel like? I I think I I see this already, but if you were to vote. Would you have voted for the person or for the policies more? I personally, because I'm not connected enough to the poll. I mean, I don't own a small business. Like, I'm not. I would have voted for the person. Yeah. Because I, I don't, the policies don't affect me enough. For my, and, yeah, because that's different for my family. As in, like, we own a small business. We are a part of the construction industry, things like that. Yeah, I feel like once I get older, I guess everybody's going to have to figure this out. But, yeah, it would have been – I would have to weigh weigh both the options on both candidates. Um, You have any other topics you'd like to talk about within the political Not really. I mean, things like that? Did it – has a bunch of stuff came out today on um, – The election? – I don't. I mean, I don't think so. I think we about just covered everything. We we covered COVID a lot. Covering, we gotta talk about some like conspiracy theories at the end of our episodes, man. That's what Joe Rogan does, and that stuff is so interesting. I always be listening to that, and I just, it's just so interesting what they what they're thinking on like aliens and things like that. I think there's definitely aliens. You de- you think there is definitely one thousand percent. One thousand percent. I th- I think we'd be selfish if if we thought there wasn't aliens. In some other form of, I mean, it's yeah. In our lifetime, as we won't ever get there. But I feel like never know with Elon Musk, man. That dude's crazy. He better get uh, an apprentice beneath him because I feel like he's gonna die young death. Why? Yeah, I think he's overworked. He's overworked his entire life. He's got a special brain, so hopefully that will help. But if you just look at the facts of him doing like pulling off eighteen-hour days, pulling off over a hundred-hour work weeks every week, the man's worked his ass off. That is for sure. Yeah, risking everything, having it succeed. I mean, he's doing everything physically possible he can to succeed and i feel like there's just a wall that's gonna i may sound like an idiot here but i didn't know he was the co-founder of paypal oh yeah that was his first i had no clue it wasn't called paypal it wasn't called paypal at the moment i don't i I think i had his book i I read his book it wasn't written by him but it was about him yeah well he he started a company that was basically exactly what PayPal does, but it was like for email back in like 2000, 2004. No, I'm telling you, it was PayPal. Let me look it up. One sec. Co-founder of PayPal. Elon Musk. PayPal founders, Elon Musk, Peter Thiel, Max Levchin. 2002. Yeah. 
I think they did change the name on it. Let me look up first name of PayPal. Um, Convinity. Yeah. Which later, it later merged with a online banking company called X.com. Yep. So I bet you true. Elon Musk was X.com founder, and uh, Levitin and Thiel launched Convinity. So they merged yeah, together and they became the co-founders and stuff like that. Yeah. When that, they merged, it became PayPal. Yeah. That man Elon Musk is smart. I saw that, this thing. The Tesla stock this year is absolutely insane. Just since he, since since January one, when um he when that market first crashed, like when the when it first crashed and Tesla was at like two fifty, I was within inches of buying the stock, but then I didn't end up buying it, and I regret it every single day. It not really, buying that stock. It really didn't even fall. I mean, yes, it did. Then it fell from one forty nine to eighty five. And then it spiked to four seventy five. Like that's just ins- it, and it was at two thousand at the beginning of the like in the middle of the year. They had to oh, do the no, stock split. No, I think... Oh, did they split it? Yeah, they had to split the stock uh by a four, and so each stock price was like five hundred. Maybe that sounds about right because they were about at five hundred. Do you think Amazon's gonna have to do that? Amazon said they're never gonna do a stock split in their life. So I don't think they ever will. I was looking at that the other day if they were gonna ever split their stock and like previously in like two thousand twelve or something they said we'll never do a stock split. It's like against our thoughts or like our whatever and I was like, That's dumb. Like no one's even gonna like invest in that anymore. I feel like it's just so expensive. I keep seeing this commercial for something. It's a company. It's not Robin Hood. Weeble? I think that's it where you can just buy pieces of stocks. Maybe. Weeble, I know I use Weeble to like look at graphs and things like that. Because I can also paper trade on it. Because I can't actually trade yet. Yeah. How do you spell Weeble? Uh, like W-E-B-U-L-L. I'll look into this. Yeah, next year. When you turn 18, when I turn 18, we're getting together. Yeah, I'm going to be a day trader, investment, man, I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out a business to start. Like, I want a business that could be long-term, that could be successful in the future. I want to do something with stocks. I I agree. I want to do something with numbers, something with graphs, something like that I'm good at, because I've always been good at numbers, like, I've always been good at math, and I've just loved math, and, like, no, none of my friends have ever liked math. Oh, I yeah, feel like... Math, I want to... Yeah, that's something I definitely want to get into. Where you, where do you want to go to college? Yeah, I'm trying to play baseball, so... Hopefully... Or my goal is one of the... One of the D2s around here. From so Missouri? Like, there's a bunch of D2s in Kansas or Missouri. Yeah. One of the, I think the best academic one is Missouri Science and Technology. And you've, you've been looking at them? 
Yeah, just looking at their program, seeing where kids are from. That's really cool because all the kids that are on these rosters are from Kansas and Missouri and Iowa and Arkansas. And... Arkansas is a big, big deal everywhere, I feel like. That's where I'm planning on going because, I mean, I'm obviously not going for baseball. There's no chance. Oh, you actually want to go to Arkansas? Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to Arkansas. With similar to your sister? Yeah, I'm going to do basically the same career path as my sister. I'm going to do finance and real estate, get my real estate license. That's also another thing I've been reading. You know who Grant Cardone is? Uh-uh, who's that? Look him up. He's just, no, he's gotten into, like, more success stuff, but he's super, super successful real estate guy, YouTube channel. He's big on social media now. Yeah, you should definitely look him up. Yeah, yeah, I want I want to go into something with numbers and I and I've been looking at real estate lately too, and that just looks like it's just such a good deal to do like once you're find out. Yeah. Yeah. I think Grant's thing is what does he say? He says 32 or more units. Maybe it's 16. I think it's 32. Cuz always buy 32 or more units at a time. You got to talk to my uncle. My uncle is he works in real estate. He's moving all of his stuff from Chicago to Des Moines. But he's been in Chicago real estate for like 15 years. Been really successful at it. And real estate is in like buying and wholesaling houses or like real estate is in like buying or selling like fourplexes, duplexes? Yeah, more like buying and leasing. Okay. Buying and leasing out. I mean... I mean, it's almost an automatic profit. Yeah. You have to invest in that whole building, fix it up maybe, and then you get profit from later on in the years. It's basically like stocks, but with housing instead of yeah. actually like online. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm glad this didn't get too uh, out of hand. I thought it went pretty well. I thought it went pretty well too. Let's just hope I don't get canceled. I didn't share many of my like personal views on like Trump and my hatred for Biden or anything like that, but <laughs> but it went pretty well. No arguments were. We agreed. We found some common ground. I'll have to put a warning at the beginning of this uh, video that if you're a baby and can't listen to politics and disagree with someone that you should probably not listen to it. But... <laughs> Hey, man. We're out of here. We're peacing out. Talking about college. Talking about finance. Talking about our futures. Talking politics. That's everything you'll hear on uh, Fell Off the Ridge, Episode 2, baby. Peace.